Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio should play the villa Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly lose the smoke to Shisha We about to talk about Bushy Pictures Lilo DiCaprio should play the villa Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly lose the smoke to Shisha We about to talk about Bushy Pictures Welcome to the show Of my, your favorite actor my favorite actor, our favorite actor. All right, you already know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit. Jilly! The podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off the subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John. Lil. I know it is. It's the one and only Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, O'Shea Bratz in the third, Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens, Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Party Starter, Belly Rolling, Silk Pajamas, Naylor Murray. Shout out to Oklahoma. Going against Alabama. I predict we're going to put up a fight, probably lose by 20 points. Um, who <laughs> else am I is? We ain't nobody you from ain't. the Steelers this week because they blew a lead. <laughs> oh, should have won that game. Ain't nobody from the Lakers. Man, who <laughs> else are we, man? They like to call me. Keep it. Uh, go back to the basics. The the old reliables. The Nate. Who else that is? Nate breaks the internet. <sighs> Need. <sighs> I'm sorry. Need to. You already know it's Nadonis Need. Okay. Man, who else I am? Fantastic Nates in the Crimes of Grindel Nate. Bohemian Nate City. Instant Nate. This week we are the the possession of Hannah Nate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Robin Nate or Nadyhood. Nato's. The Green Nate. <sighs> Rolling Man. It's Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kyanga Taylor, Joy Van Zandt, Kai Dollar Sign, Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower. Um, they call me Chevy K. They call me Cool Breeze. They call me Chorus Kojo, uh, the Hibachi Chef, Neon Ember, the FPG, Raymond Kane, Uncle Hami, Hoodie K. And you know they say, Sweet lady, Whoa. would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like a postage. What? Receive me like a postage? Yeah, that's slang for mail. You ain't hit. Don't say it Don't say it I'll keep it to myself Let's move on before you actually decide to ruin our ears and say it You seen any movies since the last episode? I watched one film And that film Goes by the name of Bodied Executive produced by Marshall Mathers Dang I wanted to watch that but They lied They said stuff on YouTube premium is free now It wasn't when I tried to watch it Um, before I get into my thoughts on this movie, there was a 
There's a line that had me dying, and I was watching this in a place where I shouldn't be laughing real loud. Simon Rex, he was playing a parody of this battle rap host slash league owner named Lush One, but his character was running late to the battle. And let me see, I'm going to try to say this in the way he said it, minus I got to beep something out. He said, sorry, <laughs> he said, sorry I'm late, I'm on hip-hop time. All right, let's shoot this B, no Selena. <laughs> I was dying the nonchalant way he said it as he was fixing himself up to be on camera. All right, let's shoot this B. No Selena. <laughs> I got to find this thing. Yikes. I was dying. Um, if y'all don't get it, Selena was a Latin singer that was shot and killed. But let me see if I can find this. I got this on my phone. I got the movie on my phone. It was me. I, the way he says it is so funny. That's one of them catch you off the uh, Cause I was just enjoying the movie. Hold up. I'm talking homies, my bad. You know we running on that hip hop time. What up? What up? What up? All right, let's shoot this bitch real quick. No Selena. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. That didn't have nothing to do no with Selena. <laughs> <laughs> I need your house. Uh-huh. He thinks he's ass. Okay. Uh, but to get into the movie, uh, this movie got uh, pretty good reviews, and I agree with it for the most part. I like that the um, majority of the surrounding cast was played by actual battle rappers. And then, for some reason, at first I thought they were going to have their actual battle rap names in real life in it, but they had their character names. Um, and then, at the beginning of the movie, they, it seemed like they tried to figure out a way to explain how in battle rap culture they have name flips, schemes, punches, haymakers, angles. But if you don't follow battle rap, it was it would still be slightly hard to understand the stuff in this movie. Because they had, like, his girlfriend ask him a bunch of questions that the audience would probably ask watching it if they don't follow Battle Rap. But even the way he was explaining it, I'm like, he ain't explaining it enough for people to understand. But I watch something Battle Rap, like, every day, so this was something I enjoyed seeing. Charlemagne the God is in it. He has a couple funny lines. Um, he plays a Battle Rap host, but he ain't in it that much. He ain't. Some of these people ain't in the movie enough to have been on the movie poster. <laughs> Because it really only stars the lead actor, uh, Jackie Long, this one girl, and Dumbfounded. But uh, Disaster, he was in the movie playing a menacing villain. Uh, that was scary until one scene where uh, this one battle rapper hooked up with his girlfriend. And he was very angry. He pulled out. What appeared to be an AK-47 <laughs> And he was about to shoot him But instead He decided I want to battle you So then that that's when I was like Alright he's not that scary uh, <laughs> let that chopper ring. <laughs> The lead actor He did pretty well playing like a novice battle rapper Then Jackie Long did good playing He was a veteran battle rapper And his stuff was cool Even though 
in my opinion, watching it, his first battle with a uh, Big T, I forget what his character name was, would have been debatable. But in the in in this movie, he uh, cleaned Big T up. Uh, there was a scene where Daylight was battling disaster, and Daylight didn't get a single bar out in this scene. <laughs> like, huh? That was wasted. Him I had conceded was in it. Uh, Arsenal was in it. Arsenal wasn't even. I don't know if he wasn't a battler in it or what he was doing, but. He was like one of the hosts or something. Uh, and then I saw in an interview that Jackie Long said he hadn't really watched Battle Rap until a battler mentioned his name in a battle, which I cannot remember what the bar is. If you can come up with a Jackie Long bar, you're pretty good at either uh, very specific or... Nah, I don't know. I say something about how my gun is jet. Nah, I ain't ready. Yeah, for I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I ain't ready. Uh, the writer of this movie is uh, a battler named Kid Twist, and he did well for a first-time writer, especially because the director, who he's a big fan of battle rap, just plucked him out of nowhere. He, he, I think he said he DM'd him was like, "You want to write a movie?" I suppose so. <laughs> just, I already lost the King of the Dot train recently. Uh, but overall, it was enjoyable. I wasn't a big, the biggest fan of the rev- resolution of the movie, though, because the way it ended, I'm like, I guess he, he didn't really like root for him. In the end, like he, he wasn't like his life started falling apart, and they didn't fix it. Most <laughs> movies, you uh, <laughs> <a dark movie. laughs> and then they, not to give any spoilers, but at the very end, they do something. Uh, I've most recently I've seen it in probably Fan Four Stick, where uh oh, we about to hear the name, huh? But I did like how in the credits they uh, when he was about to come up with this name, uh, Eminem, hi, my name is came on. And there was a running song through the background. That song is not released, but it's Eminem, Boogie, and Anderson Pack. Why don't they just drop the song? Drop that song because it was played in the background. I'm like, that's Eminem rapping in the background. And then I heard another part. I'm like, that's Boogie rapping over the same beat. Just drop the song. Jeez. Then the credits came on. They had that song on there. I'm like, I thought they were making a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, Eminem. just like Venom. Yeah, I don't know what's up with these little. They wasted their time. That uh, I got. I found the uh. Run the Jewels song, but that Pusha T auto tune song is not findable. He probably made sure that I don't want that out there. I yeah, didn't know they were going to auto tune my vocals up. That wasn't, yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, that's all I watched. All right. Me personally, I had an odd selection of movies that I watched this week. All at the movies. First, uh, I just want to say that I was, you was lobbing me so many potential bars and punchlines. You don't like have I said, any. But I, out of respect for battle rap. I didn't say them because I yeah, didn't want to embarrass them. No, you didn't want them to realize how whack your bars nah, I didn't are. Want to overshadow them. Um, uh, forecast. Oh my gosh! And we're back. All right. First up, Spine. At the at the movies, I watched a film by the name of Beautiful Boy. So you just I was watched, waiting for your terrible. Yeah, I'm assuming, in your opinion, you just watched a PowerPoint slideshow of Michael B. Jordan. Okay, for one. Thank you for letting and us know that you think he's beautiful. I don't think that. That's what you entitled it. Nah, I was just in the room. You sat about- all of us down. You, you turned the lights down. I was like, you can keep the lights on. Turned the <laughs> lights down. You hooked your computer up to the, to the That's TV. That's a lot of work to come out. <laughs> with an with a, with a HDMI cable. He was like, the no. HDMI cable didn't work. Yeah, so I had to call around. Ran, for yeah, you, you asked me if I had one. You ran over to Best Buy real quick. 
You came back. You had to just in case one of these didn't work with a specific TV. You hooked your laptop up. You pulled up your PowerPoint. First slide said, beautiful boy. I'm like, I don't like where this is going. Second slide was a montage from Michael B. all the way from The Wire up until now. Different hairstyles. You you had a laser pointer. I was like, why you got the laser pointer? The laser pointer was in the shape of one of Michael B.'s arms. I'm like, he got custom stuff. And then... <laughs> And he was pointing out all the stuff. This is Michael B. when he had waves. This is Michael B. when he was growing up the Killmonger. I was a little nervous. This is I like Michael B. when he has his glasses on. Beard, no beard. Mustache, no mustache. And then we got Michael to the fantastic glasses. I have never seen him with glasses. When he has on the Killmonger glasses. Uh, that's the only time I've ever seen him in glasses. And then you was like, uh, if y'all want to see a smaller slide about Steelo Brim. And his and in his life with Michael B. Then then we thought it was over. Then you got to reading fanfic about Michael B. and Stilo's lifestyles and how you came up and broke up a happy home. Oh, and I'm like, this is getting weird. And then you came out. I'm like, huh, why do we have to go through all this weird stuff? This sounds like something you planned on doing, but this is the only way. You, I ain't got no plans. You wanted to test it out this way, and I also want to point out. Michael B. is not buff anymore. Yeah, I recently saw him. <laughs> I, I don't. How, why are you so enthusiastic about it? I was. I just thought it was funny how he lost that weight. Yeah, fast. I recently saw a picture of him, and I was like, he looks terrible because <laughs> you get so. You, that's like if the Rock got real skinny. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> I was like, because I see him on interviews, I was like, this is like the type of clothes he's wearing. Is he gonna go back? He's starting to turn into Christian Bell. Yeah, because he got buff. For Creed, then got super buff for Black Panther, lost all that weight for that Just Mercy movie, and then built it right back up Because he, he got Creed real too. big again, and now he's back small. Just keep that block. The Rock said, you know what? I'm keeping this forever. Yeah, y'all mojo rolls around me. Yeah, even though The Rock claimed that he has different bodies for different movies. I fam. <laughs> the only one that I say he looked a little different in was Pain and Gain, because he was so swollen in that movie. <laughs> He yeah, looks so it's crazy. Different levels of swole. Yeah, like super swole. <laughs> I <laughs> just uh, for a normal person, this is extremely buff. Yeah, all <laughs> of them is something that not a normal person would get to. Yeah, so I don't even know. I don't even in ballers. He just looks huge, but he'd be wearing suits, so yeah. you can't really. There you go. Um, what are you talking uh, about? Mm, beautiful boy. Oh, of course, you would know because we was talking about Michael B. Nah, um, you was talking about Michael B. I didn't even bring him up. Oh yes. Yeah, so- uh, what's that one little foreigner's uh, talk show where he'd be having all the famous people on the couch like, like four at a time? Graham Norton. Yeah, well, I was watching when Michael B was on there, and they was reading some ridiculous tweets from people uh, <laughs> talking about him, and somebody said, <laughs> I don't know if I'm quoting this correctly, but I was laughing too hard after it was said that my brain got scrabbled. <laughs> They read a tweet that said, every time I think about Michael B., my uterus sets on fires Yuck. I want to find that. But that was so nat. No, it was. Okay, I remember. It was like, every time I think of Michael B., my uterus bursts into flames. <laughs> and I Yuck. was rolling. I don't know why you put that on your Twitter. Like that. Is- Nah, that was not me. Yeah. I couldn't think of something as graphic <laughs> and creative as that. People on Twitter are pretty, uh, they can write novels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't know why they don't be 
taking their time and writing <laughs> all these little funny memes and stuff, writing into something actually good. Uh, all right, anyways, before I forget, back to Beautiful Boy. So, this is a movie starring Timothy Chalamet, uh, Steve Carell. That's all that really matters. Um, <laughs> this was a. Uh, it wasn't the most engaging time with the movies. <laughs> But like, since the story is dark and the acting is good, Nancy. the story is dark. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, nobody can deny John Hansu ain't dark. <laughs> I said the story is dark, but whatever. Um, you really just ignoring that part? Nah, you don't got to You just go off the last thing. I guess so. That's amateur bars, but whatever. Um, yeah, the fact that the the story was dark in nature, it keeps you attentive, and the acting was good. So, it was it was, a, it was a cool movie. I wouldn't say it was whack, or and I wouldn't say it was good. It's definitely not something I want to go back and watch. Um, the movie was very quiet, so I didn't know if it was theater I was in, or <laughs> that had like a crappy sound system, or what. It was mixed by the person who did Earl Sweatshirt's album. <laughs> yeah, um, the movie was too. Like I thought it was. I knew it was about a guy or a kid, uh, a son being addicted to drugs, and the dad having to deal with it. But I didn't know it was going to be such a back and forth nature. Like it was literally, he gets sober, gets clean, gets sober, gets clean, gets sober, gets clean. So I thought there would be a, a just a different story dealing with his drug use. And that dude was on everything. I mean, <laughs> heroin, ecstasy, uh, coke. They, they kept showing him shoot up heroin, though. I was like, hmm, this looks crazy. Um, <laughs> and the movie was shot in like, not shot, but a lot of the uh, scenes were like montage style scenes so it made the pacing of the movie feel weird like when you see like a montage scene of somebody's life progressing at the beginning of the movie like after the movie started then they start doing a little something then you hit them with like a montage scene so they did him he went to school and they showed a montage scene up to when he started using drugs again I just <laughs> thought it felt and they did that like kind of often throughout the movie in my opinion it might have just been once or twice but it felt often so it made the pacing of the movie feel, feel weird I actually enjoyed the score of the movie because I was expecting like a very generic score, but they actually tried to spice it up some. And yeah, it was just, it was whatever. Um, Next at the movies, I saw a film by the name of Boy Erased starring, why am I blinking on his name? You've seen all the movies with boys in the title, which is Uh, very interesting. Well, the next one got a title of a girl in it, so bounce it out. Yeah. What, what, What is his name? Why can't I think of his name? Really blanking on his name. Not even gonna get into it. But um, so yeah, it's about a movie, uh, movie based off a true story where this guy or this kid is goes to conversion or a gay conversion camp or whatever you want to call it. And yeah, the, this movie was really good. I I enjoyed this movie. The acting was good from by a man by the name of what is his name? Well, he was in it. Uh, Joe Ledgerton who directed. Oh, uh... Ain't that dude playing Shia LaBeouf in a movie? Yeah, why can't Lucas Hedges? Yeah, him. He he did a really good job of the movie. I thought Joe Ledgerton, Joe Ledgerton, who directed and I think wrote the movie. I know he definitely directed it, but <laughs> he played like the quote unquote antagonist in the movie. He was the the leader at the conversion camp. I thought he did a great job and did a great job directing the movie. It was just an enjoyable movie. There were some funny scenes. I don't know if they was on purpose funny, but they were funny. Like when they went to the camp. They was doing these little activities, and they was teaching them how to stand correctly. So they was like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, this movie's quite good." <laughs> it was like, "All right, real man, we stand with our show, we stand with our hands on our hips, <laughs> but we don't like 
arch her chest out or nothing. <laughs> so they was they were showing all the little kids or the boys standing up there with their little sassy natural stances, and they had to adjust them. <laughs> took them to the batting cages, and it was like, all right, hit the ball. And of course, one guy that looked just like a girl basically uh, crumbled in the fetal or curled up in the fetal <laughs> position because he couldn't hit the ball. Oh man! So just little stuff like that made the movie humorous, and the fact that the how ridiculous, that, like the fact that people have stuff like this, like just hearing the dialogue going on at this camp, it just sounded ridiculous. There was one scene where Joel Edgerton's character pulled Lucas Hedges' character, which his name was Jarrett. Um, side note. The real guy's name is Jarrett, but he spells it different in real life. I don't know why they couldn't just do it regular then. Yeah, in the movie it's spelled J-A-R-E-D. In real life, his name is like G-E-R-R-A-D or something like that. So I thought that was very odd. <laughs> they even show you like him, his parents, like the picture of them at the end. I was like, why change the spelling of his name if we know <laughs> if you want us to know who the actual person is? Yeah. But there is a scene with Joel Edgerton's character where Okay, okay. And there's another funny scene before I get to that. <laughs> so when you get to the camp, they make you put your stuff in a little box. So you had <laughs> one of the guy who's took the, uh, the little tote or box from him. He put he made him put his phone in there, and he was like, "Is there any uh, pictures or phone numbers in here that we need to know about?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, uh, "No." He's like, "All right, we're gonna look and we're gonna call it random. So don't be lying to us." <laughs> So maybe he's, thinking he's seeing some nudes or uh, pictures of or yeah, phone phone numbers from dudes. <laughs> Call him to be like, "Hey, Jared." Like I knew he was lying to me. Then, I can't even have a. What was this? His friend. Yeah. Then he had like a, a journal with like stories in it, and he was like, "I'm gonna need to take that too. We're gonna have to read these and go over." <laughs> But he had that was the scene with Joe Edgerton when they were in his office. He had the little ripped out pages from the story. <laughs> and he was like, So in these stories you got characters name and it was all like boy girl boy girl, boy girl, boy girl characters. And then he was like, So when you were writing these stories, were you imagining these uh men and women couple as Dang, two guys? He was reaching. <laughs> I was like, No, they're just stories. <laughs> and then he was reading he was reading all the books that he had to uh, read for school, like the syllabus or whatever. He's like, based off your books, I think your time would be better spent uh, leaving college and just staying here for a full year because <laughs> I don't think college is going to do you any good based off of what I'm seeing that the work you're doing. <laughs> I was like, this is wild. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's just like that movie is just ridiculous. I was just sitting there like, they, people really care this much about what people got going on in their lives that to the point they put on these ridiculous <laughs> camp. camps. And these guys aren't, they weren't like uh, specialists in anything. They were just, just regular people. You had the Christian faith in them. That's crazy. And didn't like boys liking boys or girls liking girls. They were like, no, we're going to stop to this. We're going to throw a camp in some, some church and go on about our day. But besides that, the movie was good. They're, um, yeah, I said the movie opens up letting you know how ridiculous the conversion camp is. There's a very hard to watch um, scene in the movie, which I feel like they should have like dealt more with. But I mean, I get how the character is brought up and the people around the character don't take it as seriously as they should. And it's brought back at the end. But I felt like it should have had a stronger presence because if y'all made me watch it for this long and it was that brutal to watch. Like I better hear about this more often in the movie. Um, I'm trying to skip stuff that I would spoil. Milk. I don't like. Oh my gosh, I don't like the way the movie is at the 
end because you have this something happens and then the movie just does something to where I'm like uh, I want to see like the the results of the situation that just happened so I don't feel like the movie handled that well there's like a big confrontational like emotional moment at the end between uh, Jared and his dad who was basically the reason why he was in the camp because you know he did not want his son being gay and I didn't that that emotional moment didn't hit and yeah so it's just a, it's a good movie flawed ending but good movie other than that and then last but not least I saw the possession of Hannah Grace was that a great movie definitely not <laughs> I'm mad that I saw it this early only reason I saw it this early is because the times just weren't adding up for other movies which happens, so then that leads me to seeing a movie I didn't plan on seeing for a few weeks. <laughs> but saw The Possession of Hannah Grace star my girl Shay Mitchell. Just want to say, in her defense, her acting was not good in this movie, but I'm going to just assume she read the script and phoned it in on purpose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh, this movie was very short. It's an hour and 25 minutes. Okay, well, quick, in and out. But I swear, they oh, went about an hour before something happened. Yeah. It just it was it was giving me too much detail. It was going in depth, and her like for one, her character is an ex cop. I don't believe her to be an yeah. ex cop. That just was throwing <laughs> me off. Um, they they start showing you her get the job at the morgue and just walking around the hallways. You think you're seeing like a little creepy crawly body. All this extra stuff. They was going in too much detail. Um, from the first violent moment and one of the very few violent moments in this movie, you can see the low budgetness. Because I've already heard the movie didn't make that much, but it's already on track to make its money back. Dang. Um, They're going to make it too. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this movie tried to, <laughs> you know, like typical movies like this, you expect a bunch of jump scares to try to scare you. Whatever. This one tried to scare you by accidentally triggering a, a hand, those little hand dryers in the bathroom. <laughs> Just, that's when I knew this movie was about to be whack. <laughs> um, oh man, there was there was an incinerator scene in the movie that was towards the end, and you would think they would slow it down because you know things are getting climactic. Nope, they had a voiceover. They merged the voiceover into the scene. That scene was in fast forward motion. I was like, "What is going on? I thought y'all wanted to care about this." Um, the demon in the movie, I, I will give the movie credit. It tried to be a different from an exorcism movie. It tried to show you the after effects of the demon already possessing the body and thinking uh, the demon's already dead. Like, you see exorcism movies, you start to realize, like, was that person possessed? Like, this person acted weird. They got maybe some, like, <laughs> sort of demon in them. Then that's when you have the preacher, the father, or whatever, come in and do the exorcism towards the end. You know, at, at the beginning of the first full uh, full control of the takeover, this one, Purdy's demon already took over her body. You <laughs> thought they already killed the demon? Nope, demon's still alive, just living in the body, and it needs to kill people to heal. I don't know if that's what the twist of the movie was supposed to be, because if it is, I just gave it away. <laughs> yeah. But the movie whack anyway. It <laughs> so. don't sound like a twist. Um, I don't know I ain't seen it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just like there's really there's details in here that bother me, but there's really no point in bringing it up because the movie is just whack. As long as you know that the movie's whack. Shay Mitchell, good actor, phoned it in on purpose. Um, <laughs> that's Man, about gotta it. Gotta hope. So two of my uh, girls from Pretty Little Liars got some subpar horror movies this year. But I don't think it's oh, their yeah. fault. It's the, it's the work they were given. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. Tridash, which will, I haven't put it, I haven't ranked it yet, but I'll be shocked if it's not in my top 10 worst <laughs> movies this year. But there have been some surprisingly bad movies, so I know I could easily scroll <laughs> up and be like, 
okay, well, I would rather watch this over than this. <laughs> um, Ooh, all right, before we move into some uh, stuff we talking about for this episode, you got a game or of some sorts for us? No game this week. So you're saying your Xbox isn't hooked up? All right, so they'll move on to our There were so much better bars you could have said. I would have said, no game this week. Bye. Bye week. <laughs> See, I know where you're going. I don't go there on purpose. Traffic. Oh, my god! Because you don't go towards traffic if you know it's there and you can avoid it. Uh, but anyways, all right, trying to do, I'll name this bracket later. That was whack. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Your contestant this week is a man by the name of Andy Circus. It was going to be Shay Mitchell, but her filmography isn't long enough for us to. to <laughs> uh, so I don't know that I've ever seen her in a movie. I think I've only seen her in two movies: this movie and the movie about the moms. The mom movie, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. I think it's Mother's Day. <laughs> um, all right, so Andy Serkis, we're doing his worst movie. And good thing uh, Milkshakes isn't here because he's in 13 going on 30. And even though I don't think that movie's awful, I don't want that to be a debate. <laughs> yeah. Her being here and flip her <laughs> lid. I'll 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 no, I'm you. letting you have it. Because <laughs> I want to hear. Okay, a, Tupperware. That's whack. I knew. That's why I do. All right, college. trash can. <laughs> whack again. I got a million. Whack again. <laughs> I'm not even going to kill you with mine because you'll be embarrassed. Uh, All right, so Andy Serkis got a long... I flip Liz like I knock a hat off your head. Andy Serkis has a Thanks. long filmography. And Thanks. let's see, we got to skip some movies. Let's do his worst movie, worst movie. All right, uh, okay. Clueless. What? He dropped a short called Clueless. That's confusing. I was about to say, I know he wasn't in regular Clueless. <laughs> and then he dropped a short called Insomnia. No one around the same time <laughs> a movie called Insomnia. Hey, you ever seen a movie called Shiner? Nope. What about Pandemonium? Nope. And I'm not talking about that B2K. Oh my gosh. Hey, what about you called that album Jay Boogamandium? You, I know you struggled to say that. Uh, what about the Jolly Boys Last Stand? <laughs> nope. Andy Serkis got some crazy movies on his resi. All right, The Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Ring or The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers? Which one is worse? I can't even remember. I'll say Fellowship. All right. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring or... Nope, not that movie. Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. I'll just say Fellowship. I didn't know in total he played one, two... Three, four, five characters in those first three movies. Dang. He played Gollum, mm-hmm. whoever Smeagol is. Uh, oh, yeah. Witch King of Agmar, Snaga. I don't know either. Mahar. And yeah. <laughs> these movies probably, I ain't seen all these. Or I, mean, I don't remember seeing all these movies, but they got some very nerdy character names. <laughs> I've seen all of them. I just cannot remember them. All right, so you said The Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, I'll just go with that one. That or 13 going on 30. 13 going on 30, <laughs> in my opinion. 13 going on 30 or King Kong? Uh, uh, if we going off of what's just enjoyable, we speaking King Kong, Jack Black? Mm-hmm. Uh, Naomi Watts, Adrian Brody. 
I'm going King Kong because I would rather watch a because that mo- King Kong movie is like four hours. Yeah, movie's very long. I would <laughs> rather watch a thirteen going on thirty. King Kong or okay, nope, not that. You ever see the Prestige? Nah, that's one of those a mask. I haven't seen it. It's one of them Christopher Nolan movies. I need to oh, yeah. get around to seeing. Um, King Kong or don't know what that is. I don't know what Sugar House is. <laughs> okay, the cottage. No, Inkheart. No, based off the poster. Oh no. Uh, you ever see Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll? Nah. Okay, not Bright and Rock. Birkin Hair. Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> King Kong or Rise of the Planet of the Apes. King Kong. King Kong or don't know what Death of a Superhero is. Wild Bill, nope. You ever <laughs> see The Adventures of Tintin? Nah. What about Arthur Christmas? No. He was doing voices in these? <laughs> yep. <laughs> he was General Elf. Um. Okay, uh, where were we at? King Kong or The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey? King Kong. King Kong, The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. King Kong. King Kong, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, King Kong. King Kong, The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. King Kong. King Kong, A- Avengers Age of Ultron. King Kong. Oops, for one, I was reading some of them Hobbit movies. He wasn't in them. He was just a director on them. <laughs> um, all right. King Kong, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. King Kong. King Kong, War for the Planet of the Apes. King Kong. King Kong and... Nope, didn't see that. Nope, nope, nope. King Kong, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. King Kong. King Kong, Black Panther. King Kong. And no, uh, you didn't see Mowgli, The Legend of the Jungle, did you? Nope. All right, so I wasn't Star- rushing off to watch that. I couldn't find it anywhere, so. <laughs> and it doesn't come on Netflix to this Friday. So I was not happy. Even though the reviews are pretty bad, but we'll talk about that Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have did it. All right, so that is Andy Serkis's entry, King Kong. I'm not even going to look, so I know nobody else got that. Let me just double check. I don't trust myself. <laughs> All right, so yes, yeah, that. All right, so last week, if anybody remembers, which I'm pretty sure they didn't because they didn't listen, this is <laughs> we did uh, the celebrity knockout mm-hmm. actor edition where we had 16 different actors put them in different combat situations, see uh-huh. who would win. Our champion was Chadwick Bozeman. He had them hands. Applause to him. He's clap, the clippity clip clap. One of the most well rounded fighting actors in the game. Now, it's only right. That we do actresses. I mean, me too, right? Mm-hmm. So I got we got sixteen actresses, actresses battling out in different scenarios. See who's going to take home the title for actresses and be the queen to Chadwick Boseman's king. Okay. No Kong, which we just discussed. I got the already. <sighs> All right. First up, this first round we're doing boxing. Okay. Let me focus. Of course, in honor of Creed 2, which is still out, go check it out. It's over there making numbers, making sure that we're going to get a sequel that will be without Sylvester Stallone because he retired from Rocky again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester, Sylvester. All right, so your first matchup in this round of 16 where they're going to, they're boxing it out. Boxing round. Your actress is Letitia Wright. Okay, very thin. Going up against Amelia Clark. Who's winning this boxing See, match? See, that, that, that matched up very well because Amelia Clark is very white. <laughs> Leticia, Leticia, Leticia. Whatever her name is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what her name is. Is very thin. 
But I'm going with Shuri. Leticia, Leticia, Le- whatever, right. So if I said it was Sherry going against Kira from Han, or from Solo. I'm definitely <laughs> Solo. going Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. She went in that boxing match. I go in the distance, though. She's going to be worn out. <laughs> All right, so Mrs. Wright, or Ms. Wright, I just don't want to be assuming that you got a man in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you Could be a woman. Moving, yeah, or a woman. You're moving on to the next round. All right, next up, we got the... Wickedly talented, uh-huh. Emily Blunt. All right, Miss uh, Mary Poppins herself. No disrespect to that old lady who played her in the past. I'm blanking on her name right now. Hold on, the Dame. Nope, is it her? Julie Andrews. Yeah, Dame. Ju- is she a Dame? Probably. She Everybody's in- a Dame and a Sir. <laughs> she was in Princess Diaries. So. Uh huh. With Miss Hated herself, <laughs> Anne Hathaway. I mean, I seen Ellen Chanet. She deserves some of that hate. <laughs> we got Emily Blunt versus Deborah Messing. Who hey, is this? A- is a boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Deborah Messing. Who, All right. Uh, just based off of one shared the door episode that no one watched, <laughs> is a hot, I makes or people think I am in love with this woman. Now. Oh yeah. <laughs> But Emily Blunt is going to clean Deborah messing up. <laughs> if she was this, did she have to get in like her uh, Edge of Tomorrow like nah. fight? <laughs> fight she stayed in the shape she's in. <laughs> Dang it, Deborah messing! You gotta go back to the drawing board if you're getting cleaned up. Yeah, and she, she only gotta be in shape. <laughs> All right, here's another interesting match. All right, I'm gonna not pay attention when I was randomly putting these together. <laughs> Sally Hawkins. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> versus, and this person has a song that we need to listen to because it's terrible. <laughs> Bella Thorne. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna get at Bella. Who was in the boxing match between Sally Hawkins? I'm giving, I'm giving the edge. I'm giving the edge to Bella Thorne off of pure age. <laughs> She got youth on her side. <laughs> I mean, Sally Hawkins was able to uh, will that mermaid man out of the clutches <laughs> nah. of Michael Shannon in the Academy Award winning Shape of Water. Oh, so, <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. So, Bella Thorne moving on to the next round. I didn't know she had a song with this title. Uh, is that the title <laughs> song I'm talking about? Now, I think it might be something else, but this song is terrible because on her Instagram, she's promoting her little whatever she got out, and it was playing in the clip. I was like, this is whack. <laughs> oh, man. All right, next up, maybe this battle will be a little more even because I'm assuming they're around the same age. Rachel Nurse McAdams <laughs> or Olivia, I don't know why I was barely <laughs> clothed at Apocalypse Mun. All right. I'm gonna go with Olivia Munn. I feel like check check. Uh, I feel like she can uh, fight a little better than Rachel McAdams. More if we're going off more recently, who showed me fighting skills? Olivia Munn because in Doctor Strange, Rachel McAdams didn't do a thing. Was barely in it. It felt <laughs> she, like she barely picked up a scalpel. Yeah, she was barely a nurse in this. <laughs> she just helped out Doctor Strange. She definitely had the uh, 
What's the nurse clothes called? Smocks. Spocks. <laughs> scrubs. <Smacks>. Scrubs, yeah. <laughs> she smacks. She had a pair of smacks on. <laughs> she definitely had the scrubs on. <laughs> All right, moving on to the other side. We got Zazie Beats. Okay. Versus. Try not to be biased. Charlize Theron. 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 Whoever it is. All right. We got to fight. I picture Charlize more as a kickboxer, though. <laughs> and it don't always translate when you get into that boxing ring. Some reason I got a good feeling this is gonna be a fight that causes a rematch. So, I'm, but I'm going Zazie beats. Okay, going the distance. All right. So Zazie beats is moving on to the next round. All right. Next we got Michelle Monaghan mm-hmm. going against my girl Rose Byrne, who is taking home this boxing belt, whatever those things are called. I'm going Rose Byrne. All right. Uh, I just think she has some sneaky punching abilities. All right, Rose Byrne moving on to the next round. Mm-hmm. Next, we got Scarlett. <laughs> we got Scarlett Johansson uh-huh. going against Viola Davis. <laughs> hey, Viola Davis may got hands. She uh, got did you see? I say you saw her in Widows. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she can tote a gun. <laughs> And I don't know why she looked very buff in that movie, or maybe yeah, I was thinking she, of the other yeah. girl. You know, she she had the muscles in it. Uh, I was gonna say something real racist, but I'm gonna just keep it to myself. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, or Viola, crying and uh, letting that snot dribble all over the place in fences. Davis, you know what? I'm going Viola Davis. All right, Black Power. <laughs> All right, why Viola Davis? I feel like she's a tag. she has a power puncher. Uh, that one hit a quitter. Yeah, I think if it went the distance, Scarlett Johansson could last longer and not be as fatigued as Viola Davis would be. But I think Viola Davis is going to catch her with one. Man, if this was mixed martial arts, she would do one of them Black Widow, wrap her legs yeah. around her head, throw yeah, it down. If this wasn't boxing. I, if this was MMA, she can get she would get it. All right, here's another interesting match. We got Evangeline Lilly. Okay. Versus Catherine Langford. I got Evangeline Lilly beating <laughs> Catherine uh, Langford pretty clearly. Okay. Um, you sure? Well, Catherine Langford feel like she got them paws. She'll tag this little twig that is Evangeline Lilly. I ain't seen it. I saw workout videos of Evangeline Lilly when she was training for Ant-Man. She's pretty buff. So, (laughs) You know who's shockingly very buff? Allison Brie. When they showed her workout videos, she looked like she would tear somebody up. I saw a workout video with her and Brie Larson uh, working out together. Yeah, be I a, feel like they were working out strictly just so they can say Allison Brie Larson. <laughs> that probably. <laughs> yeah, they was both working out together. Dave Franco better watch out. He make her mad. She gonna attack him. Yeah, and little guy. Because <laughs> I know. Is he buff? I don't I feel like he's not. He probably got a body like his brother. <laughs> Dang. James. Uh, he's done? You be keeping a low profile. He was in something. He was in uh, the Buster Scrubs or Slugs or whatever that I mean, movie was. He was in that. His his part was pretty good, but you know, he's not allowed to promote none of this stuff. What about that movie he directed? I ain't with, out. with that superstar cast. That's it, a waste. It's either not coming out or it will come back when people or come down down the line when nobody's thinking about it. It'll be on YouTube probably. Illegal touches. Um, all right, we're moving on to the next round. Your combat sport for this one is 
Mixed Martial Arts. Here we go. UFC Bellator it up. All right, your first match is Leticia, or Leticia right? Oh, this is going to be bad. Going against Emily Blunt. I got Emily Blunt. Leticia's tapping. <laughs> oh, she, she's going to submit her? Yeah. All right, Emily Blunt moving on to the next round. Next, we got Bella Thorne. Okay. Rolling around with Olivia Munn. I got Olivia Munn taking this. Uh, hill to the temple, knocking <laughs> knocking Bella Thorne out. All right, so ain't none going the full three or five rounds. Uh-uh. All right, next we got Zazie Beats. Okay, versus Rose Byrne. Here we go. Now we got a fight. Uh, but ultimately, I'm going Zazie Beats. Um, how she? They they go in the distance. Okay, they Rose Byrne got some sneaky hands. Yeah, this is gonna be a judge's cart. <laughs> All right, last but not least, we got Viola Davis. Okay. Going against Evangeline Lilly. Who's winning this mixed martial nice, arts bout? This is a good matchup. Uh, this is another one going the distance, but I'm going with Evangeline Lilly. She's going to put her in a suplex. <laughs> She's too quick. She's going to slam her shoulder blades into the ground. <laughs> All right, so now we got our final four. No March Madness. Yeah, I'll let you say that. Trash. Garbage. Oh, my God. All right. In this final four uh, final four matchups, your uh, combat sport is a Black Friday scuffle. Okay. Who is winning the first match, Emily Blunt or Olivia Munn? All right, so let me picture them fighting over, like, a Kate Spade bag <laughs> or some kitchenware. <laughs> you sure they trying to get that last yoga mat? Yeah, they trying to fight over a laundry detergent. <laughs> All right. I was at the gym today, and you know them little classes <laughs> where they got the like the ladies stretching. Oh yeah, at the, at the gym or whatever. They just they, that'd be in the basketball courts <laughs> where they doing them little hand thing. Oh, yeah. This isn't a normal workout, but I'm so used to seeing women in there. I was just scanning the room. <laughs> Women, 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 guy. <laughs> women, women. <laughs> like you look very yeah. out of place. I've gone. I've seen them do that workout numerous times recently. He's the first guy I've seen in there. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. I gotta get my stretch right. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> I need stretched. All right, so it's Emily Blunt and Olivia Munn. I'm going Emily Blunt. All right. Emily Blunt moving on to the championship round. Meek Mill. What? The championship <laughs> round, and you said Meek Mill, and it's yeah. called championships. Plural. Okay, that's the round. Uh, no S's. All right. <laughs> Who's winning this Black Friday scuffle? Zazie Beats or Evangeline Lilly? I think this is going to get feisty. We didn't say you can't have some sort of weapon in a shuffle or a scuffle. I mean, yeah, you can pick up the nearest. Who would be near? I don't know. The nearest. I don't know. Cutting board. <laughs> Swing it at your opponent's head. Maybe the nearest candle. Crack it over him. I don't know if I'm biased, but I think Zazie Beats is going to pick up a bottle of Shea Moisture. <laughs> Leave-in conditioner. <laughs> She's going to pick one of them earthy products yeah. up. One of those things that look like a vase, but it's, it's something else. He's just going to crack it up. Yeah, she's going to hit her over the head. But it's going to be a good battle. They're going to destroy Walmart. 
<laughs> that's what's gonna be destruction. What is that one store where they just be selling all the expensive like hillbill not hillbilly little uh, <sighs> hippie type of stuff? Anthropology. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she's doing. All right, in your championship round, Emily Blunt versus Zazie Beats. Okay, who is winning a battle of fencing? Who is taking? The championship home by sticking the other person with the sword first, or however that thing goes. Let me break down. So, let me think along the lines of Edge of Tomorrow. They both wearing their off white white giddy ups. <laughs> All right, Zazie beats with their su- with the supreme sword sticks. <laughs> we seen her in Deadpool. Uh, if this is something they both got to learn, I feel like Emily Blunt is gonna take it in. She seems like she does. Yeah, she feel like she does it in real life. So, yeah, I'm going Emily Blunt. I'm hungry. <laughs> I was hungry until I overate those uh, goldfish. <laughs> now I feel like all the work, wait, or all the working out I did this morning was for nothing. All right, congratulations, Emily Blunt, your celebrity knockout champion for the actresses. Round of applause for her. Go see Mary Poppins when it comes out. Um, all right, so... Before we move on to just breezing through some topics that we have, if you if you had Chadwick and Emily Blunt starting a movie, what would it be about? Let's see. Let me come up with something real quick. Chadwick, they would be playing a married couple. No microwave. What? Come up with something real quick. No microwave. Yeah, real quick microwave. See, I don't oh see my gosh! Yeah, no, I would have said you saying boat. Anyway, I would have moaned and groaned because it's whack. One hundred. So Chadwick and Emily Blunt. That'll be a fire movie. Are starring in a reverse version of Guess Who? They are all freaking out because she's. Let me see. How would this? Which which way do I want it to go? Freaking out because the white lady coming, or freaking out because it is Chadwick coming. I'm gonna go white lady. He's coming. All his black aunties and stuff, right? Upset. You got a white girl, and Emily comes in. They get to know her. They come to like her. They see each other's differences, and they all better each other. This isn't. This is a movie that they. If it was nominated for Oscar, they would put in comedies. But it ain't a comedy. Oh, them Golden Globes? I yeah, yeah, Golden Globes, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got to figure that out, because that's getting annoying. All right, so shout out to Emily Blunt and Chadwick Boseman. Chaddy. The two most elite fighting actresses and actors in the game. All right, it's time to breeze through some topics here. First True. up, Sony announced that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse will get a sequel. Hasn't even came out yet, but it's getting rave reviews. And also, they're going to do a spinoff movie dealing with some female Spidey characters. Yep. Which one you feeling more? You feeling the uh, the sequel to the movie we ain't seen yet, or a spinoff <laughs> dealing with some of the female Spidey characters? I guess I'll prefer the sequel, because you can just put them females in it, because it clearly got a bunch of Spider-Mans in this one. Um, even though I re- one of the reviews I read said it's mostly just Peter Parker and Miles Morales, and the Good. rest of them are just for uh, funny purposes. Good, because the way that trailer tries to make it seem, it tries to make it seem like they also are in the movie. movie. 
This is this is gonna be an interesting movie. I mean, a hundred percent freshness. It can't be. It can't be whack. Yeah, it's the highest grossing uh, or the highest rated Spider Man movie of all time so far. So, I'm assuming it's good. I just did at first. I didn't like the idea of it. Like it seems so unorganized. And then with the success, I know that Sony's gonna take Spider Man back. And to see Tom Holland just all of a sudden not be in these Avenger movies, or yeah, they're gonna do something wild. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal like. I signed up to be in something that's actually relevant, He's like, this, not just to do one movie. <laughs> this is why I don't do superhero I'm movies. Not, I'm not Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I'm not Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I ain't just going to do this and be out. Oh, they had high hopes. Yeah, <laughs> they really did. They were setting up uh, Sinister Six. Yeah. They're going to make a movie with all them villains. Y'all felt just like DC has felt with their Legion of Doom. <laughs> That they did for one scene, and then immediately after that was like, you know what, never mind. I feel so bad for Joe Magnolia or Magnello. I feel bad for Bumblebee. That movie about the bomb. I'm <laughs> Sorry, that's really off subject. I don't trust myself in saying something's going to bomb because Venom is one of the biggest movies. I put a hundred dollars that <laughs> in terms of bombing, Bumblebee will be yeah. unanimous. Got Dylan O'Brien as the voice of Bumblebee. That is a very weird casting. But and Travis Knight, the director, may be directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He's going to have one bomb on his resume, and that's going to be Bumblebee. <laughs> I hope that uh, Bumblebee get like a real high percent freshness and then bomb. I will be shocked. <laughs> Just so I can feel more comfortable if he ends up directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I hope the, I want the movie to be whack because I'm going to be mad. Like, I took this character that everybody likes. In this failing have, franchise, should, yeah, they shouldn't have did it. They shouldn't have did yeah, it in the yeah. first place. You got Haley Steinfeld. I rather your sidekicks in this movie. I feel B- like Justice, Bumblebee. I feel like Justice Smith is in this movie for some reason. <laughs> I know he's not. I mean, he is a new guy, but he it got does the, feel like the type of movie. Yeah, he, he got in. the vibe of playing her love interest. We know John Cena's in it. John Cena should have either been fighting the Transformers or playing a Transformer. I don't like John Cena's hair now, but oh yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I don't care if he's doing it for a movie. It's so weird. <laughs> John Cena. All right, so Thinking I know he's busting out of suits. <laughs> he, his suits be looking so crazy. Got to get them things custom made. He probably wear like a size 100 on the. Oh no, <laughs> I don't even know suit sizes. I was about to say size a hundred. Size a hundred on the shoulders. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, so back to Sony. No PlayStation. I know you said they're probably going to ask for Spider-Man back, but is this just another level of them re-reaching their cockiness? Oh, they're going to be very cocky. I'm like, Venom, into the Spider-Verse? <laughs> we can throw anything out. Morbius is going to be fire. <laughs> we yeah, it's really things. We're going to do Craven. We're going to do a spinoff with just Spider-Pig. No. We- <laughs> try to get out of control. We're going to do one just about uh, John Jonah Jameson, about him becoming a <laughs> newspaper editor. Yo, if they brought back um little one shots for Marvel, that'd be a good one shot. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, they're gonna do one called Gwen Stacy. Gonna kill and again. she's not she's not gonna become Gwenpool in it. She's just gonna be Gwen Stacy throughout. It's gonna be about high school and stuff, uh, starring <laughs> like Dove Cameron or somebody. She could definitely play a Gwen <laughs> Stacy if they was doing it. Why like is that? Dove Cameron famous? She just because uh, the Disney movie. I think mainly that. I think she did like a show on Disney or something. I would say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but... Oh, yeah, she would. I've gotten very old where I don't know these kids. Yeah, I didn't know who she... I was wondering why they was making such a big deal of her being on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Oh, she's on that stupid little kid movie with all the villains and whatnot. (laughs) There there were some other people that 
face said had like a hundred and something million followers that I ain't never heard of. And that's that's sad. These kids be hitting following anything. Uh-huh. That's why I don't be understanding like why has Kylie Jenner got that many followers? What what is she showing? Them Kardashians and them uh people with them lips. Which we've been watching uh this new season Kim or uh, keeping up with the Kardashians every now and then. Uh they are nearly torturous to watch. Dead. They, yeah, every time, because Courtney, she be throwing little disses and stuff at them so much, little jab after jab. But when they go back at her, they go so far overboard <laughs> saying the mean stuff. Kim, on that episode that was trending or whatever, when she went off on her, she said way more stuff than what they just showed in the commercials. She said, you're the least interesting to look at. Jeez. She said, come to me. If you have something you love or a business or something, you, you would understand what we're going through. And she has kids. She's, and that's what that's what her argument was. She was like, I got kids. I'd rather just take care of them than go out all the time like y'all. And- she said something else that was so mean. Yeah. And then when it was like, Kim was like, all right, let's call her back and apologize. And... Courtney was over the phone crying. Kim took the opportunity to continue to <laughs> tell her to shut up. <laughs> she was going off, off on that episode. Stuff she was saying was so funny. Yeah, they are just they are torturous. <laughs> and then there was a part where Kanye made a little cameo, uh, non-speaking role. Of course, <laughs> he must have that in his contract. I can't speak on this show. I don't have my voice. But all the little forced setups, like. A little uh, turning Corey Gamble and uh, Scott Disk into like a little buddy, <laughs> buddy team. I'm like, I know y'all don't hang out in real life. <laughs> he's still around on there. He ain't with them. Sometimes he's with them in scenes without Courtney there. Maybe they be coming they dinner. Must be it was like Kim and Scott at dinner. And then uh, when they was talking about the Christmas party, Courtney was like, "I get to decide if he's coming or not." They were like, no, he's been around 10 years. If we want him there, he can be there. Like, that is messed up. That's our ex. Everybody love Lord Disick. Yeah. Does he still go by Lord Disick on there? He ain't said it, but there was one episode where he was hyping uh, Chloe up that really was cracking me up. When she was painting, he was talking about how good she was. <laughs> the stuff he was saying on there is funny. But. They can't, I don't even know how they live regular lives because they just, their show is, their lives are always being recorded and things are set up. How do they even know how to go? About doing stuff naturally. Yeah, I don't know the way they do. They set so much stuff up, they script out stuff. Because in one episode, uh, Kim decided she wanted to be a mortician. So All right, was, y'all don't. Y'all have plenty of episodes. So y'all ain't gotta be doing yeah, stuff like that. When you go, when you go about two hundred episodes deep, yeah, you like, you what else can they do? You don't. There need was an episode that hijinks be ensuing on this show because they got two puppies. One of the puppies was for Kim and her family, and one was for Courtney and her. Was it Courtney? Yeah, I think Courtney and her family. Uh, the dog Kim got because they were brother and sister. I think her dog uh, would bark nonstop. So she was like, so she went over to hang out with Courtney. Took her dog over there, switched the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! And was in the car. I think she was gonna get away with it. <laughs> This show yeah, is this show is silly. weird. <laughs> is Kendall and Kylie ever on there anymore? Sometimes on the last episode I saw Kendall and she got upset because what was they talking about? They said something about was it forgiving something or not getting rid of they said something about not getting rid of something or something and she was like, Oh, but yeah, what about my dad? She, she got very defensive because they, Yikes. they like that's different. That's like he's a woman now. <laughs> Man, that's your mom. <laughs> yeah, they is he know. ever on there or is she? Definitely not. They don't like him. The only or her 
Oh yeah, because of the book he wrote. Yeah, the only ones that like him, of course, are his his daughters, the Kendall and Kylie, Yikes. which is why she got so mad when they t- talked down upon him. Aye, aye, aye. So Ben Simmons ain't on there, I guess. They on one. I'm assuming they're talking about Ben Simmons or uh, Blake Griffin. They said that when they was describing who was out of situation, it was like it was Kim and blah 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 and Chloe and uh, and Kendall was there with basketball player. Yeah, they said they said all names, and then when said Kendall said basketball player. They probably had to edit that because she has been bouncing from basketball to basketball yeah, she player. Had a couple. I couldn't. I don't know how Tristan Thompson was with Chloe, knowing the amount of basketball players she was with. Yeah, Rashad she, McCants, Lamar who? Odom. James she, Harden. She, James Harden is when she went up. But she had James <laughs> Harden before he was James Harden of and now. Tristan Thompson. Yeah, she went down. If I was James Harden, I'd be a little bit a little bit perturbed. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Tristan? Hey, yeah. That's too many. That's that LeBron effect. <laughs> She's like, I ain't going with JR because JR, wow, he already got a lady. <laughs> yeah. Because I got to go down to Tristan. Tristan, he's closer in height to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can, he can handle me when... <laughs> In one episode, they was talking about how big the baby could possibly be, and she had to prepare. She had to. She only could gain a certain amount of weight because that baby could have tore her apart. Yikes! <laughs> it's gonna be a big baby. <laughs> um, uh, that was a very off subject. <laughs> Keeping up with the movies. Uh-huh. All right, going back to Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Early reactions are in for this movie, as we were saying, and they sound pretty amazing. I ain't even gonna read Spider Man. Not even gonna read some of the reactions. Just basically, greatest uh, Spider-Man movie. Um, what else? Best animated movie of the year. Great all-around movie. Just, just pure great. You think people are uh, overreacting, or do you think this movie is actually as good as everyone is saying it is? I mean, everybody says good. I think it may be a, maybe a slight overreaction, but I'm assuming it's gonna be real good. I'm just I'm I'm assuming they work it out right because I wasn't in the animated like going into the being this the first animated movie I didn't want them to jump into something this crazy uh, doing the Spider Verse I wanted a little regular Miles Morales origin movie would have been nice but I think it's probably good and probably in the vein of like when you first see a Lego movie or something and you like look at all these characters and so much different stuff happening. So maybe it's something like that. Man, I'm giving all the I'm giving all the credit to Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I'd be forgetting that they did this movie. Uh-huh. So they just keep showing once again how talented of filmmakers they are and how once again Han or Solo would have been a much better movie if you ought to just let them stay with it. <laughs> um Nope. Alright, so I got a few more stuff, so let's do a little quick take on all these. Just so I've been just saying you just give me your uh, quick opinion on it. First up. Zoe Dooch mm-hmm. signed on for the Zombieland sequel. First, what do you think? Uh, it should be fine. I don't know what she's playing. I hope maybe she, is she going to be in that crew? I have no clue. We're going we to see. That's, hey, we'll see. I'm sure she's going to do fine. She's going to be uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's new love interest. I don't know why I felt like I could see her like replacing Emma Stone. Like If yeah, Emma yeah. Stone decides she didn't feel like doing it. Uh, if her role is small, then she will be the new Emma Stone into the movie. <laughs> yeah. be Jesse Eisenberg's love interest, Emma Stone's stunt double. Or <laughs> I haven't seen Abigail Breslin in quite some time. So. <laughs> Last time I seen her was in Screen Queens. Okay, I ain't watched that show. Classic first season. 
Or uh, she's also, I feel like she's going to be like their sister of some sort. Long lost sister. Probably. Um, all right. Kingsman prequel, mm-hmm. which is possibly titled Kingsman the Great Game, will shoot in Don't January. Like that title. <laughs> and Kingsman 3 will probably shoot in the summer. Seeing how the Fox deal is really about to go through with Disney. Are these movies actually going to come out? I don't care if they get shot, made, and everything. <laughs> Are these movies actually coming out? And they build. I a ni- think one of. I think the prequel is going to come out. I don't think the third one is. They build a nice little cast for the prequel for us. Yeah, that's that's why I'm thinking that one going to come out. But the other one, without the other guys in it, or the other guy, uh, I think just the prequel is going to come out. All right. Um, that's if they're being very kind. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's because this deal is taking forever, and it's, I don't know why. Because Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders just got canceled. <laughs> but I want to hear news that it's gonna be okay, and that they are gonna go to the Disney streaming service. They are gonna put these dudes in a movie, do little maybe put them make the, give them a movie on the streaming service. Well, do I was, something. I was reading. Um, some guy was talking about how they were talking about why it won't be on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, the dude from. Uh, what publication is he? Rolling Stone or something like that? He was making good points. Or he was, and he's saying he was having conversations with the inside people about this. How it is true, Marvel Studios and Marvel Entertainment do not really communicate with each other. Yeah. So I don't. So Marvel Studios basically dealing with all the Disney Plus stuff. Why would they bring that over when they already don't like it? Yeah. And then continue on. So it really is about to be Dunsies for to never. These not, shows. I, I've only seen the characters again. Oh yeah, they said the character. Yeah, I mean, I when- saw them say they're gonna reboot it, but they're not gonna do it soon. Yeah, put them in there soon. This is gonna be weird, and the- not like a damn gotta be a big part. I just because they almost put the defenders in Infinity War. If you if it was almost now, y'all can do it. Y'all just figure it out because I mean, I mean, I don't even know if I'll if y'all cancel this Daredevil. I don't necessarily know if I want to see another Daredevil. Yeah, don't. This one was just, this one was just good. Yeah, put him straight in the movie, and it has to be an actor that I want to see, yeah. so it can heal the pain of the good yeah. good Daredevil show we can cancel. Because that's a character that he's just so plain, he's just blind and can fight. The movie got to be really good, but I'm not eager for the character. Now. They ain't even got to do a mo- like they can throw him in Spider Man since that takes place oh, in yeah, New York. You can do something like do that. Do that, and then if we like the character in that movie. Then give give him a solo movie. If not, all right. Well, we got <laughs> satisfied that he was placed in a movie. The Punisher is the only really one I want to see again, just because. Yeah. I like violence. Yeah, I like Punisher. I like John Barenthal. Oh, John Barenthal's done. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna go back to being in a movie for five seconds again. <laughs> <laughs> that that's it. Dang. I was reading so. I'll never get over how crazy <laughs> that scene in. I almost called it maids. Widows. <laughs> I was reading somewhere where um, they were saying the producer or writer or somebody for Daredevil, he said he was shocked <laughs> that they got canceled. Like He thought they was cancel proof because they was riding on such a high. Like, we got three That's good what, review seasons. We didn't I, think this was going to happen. I really wasn't expecting it either. Yeah. I thought for sure. I'm like, all right, cancel Iron Fist. Yeah, when I canceled Iron Fist, I was like, eh, I expect it. Yeah, <laughs> then they canceled Luke Cage. I'm like, all right. I thought y'all liked Luke Cage, but he black. <laughs> but I know, I know it's not getting canceled. Yeah, like Daredevil. If anything, I thought at least we'd see Jessica Jones first. Oh, I thought they would put the Punisher. I don't care if they shot the full scene. I thought that was done. Like, so they, that ain't coming out. We they don't care. Can't, they gonna get, 
Just cancel all of them right now because we know that's going to happen. Yeah, two weeks after each one comes out, they're going to cancel it. So they might as well just promote it as the final season of each one of those. Yeah, we give them that. Reshoot the scenes, go kill the characters off. Yeah, blow it up. <laughs> yeah, make just That's how you end off something that's not coming back. You blow it up. Yeah, like, y'all y'all don't try to bring it back? You can't because and I killed everybody. This will be crazy because Jessica Jones ain't filmed a season, I don't think. And Knowing that oh, then cancel they, it. I would say they know it's over after this. That wouldn't feel good because that's not. They ain't gonna let. It, they ain't gonna tell them it's gonna be like a final season. They just gotta assume. That ain't a good feeling to be like, especially. Or right, Punisher doing a second season. You don't want to end after your second season. Do three rounded ones at the least. Yeah, they ain't, they ain't Iron Fist, <laughs> Iron Fist, which I'm still in the process of watching, and. Maybe because I haven't seen Alice Eve act in something that much recently, but and I know she has a weighty character she's playing in this season because the person has basically a split personality, but I didn't really feel her acting performance yeah, in Alice this. Eve. There's a reason she's on a Marvel Netflix show and not the big yeah, movie she's doing. I thought I thought she was gonna be Captain Marvel. That was my prediction all them years ago. But yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen. Um all right, moving forward, Tessa Thompson says Stephen Cable Jr. should direct a Val Curry movie if there was a solo flick of her Marvel characters. Well, should he? Was not. <laughs> I mean, should I guess if that was a character that should have a solo movie, but it's not. So he can direct something else. <laughs> solo Val Curry movie? Oh, or if they do it on the Disney streaming service. They're starting to spoil stuff. Cause they already <laughs> let us know that. Uh, Everybody's still alive. Yeah, well, they they let us know Loki's dead. His will be some sort of prequel. Yeah, which I mean, I guess. Um, but the fact that Scarlet Witch and Vision, Vision. are having their own show. Yeah, and then Bucky and uh and Falcon have their own show. But what is this Scarlet Witch Vision? Is this going to be like in a particular time frame where we didn't see them? Yeah, which is seems, not a big one. This seems like a love show. Like, a <laughs> is it going to be when they drifted off between Civil War and Infinity War? What they yeah, were doing? We'll have to see. But, you know, if Vision's back alive, un-R.I.P. Um, all right, moving on. Marvel Studios is fast-tracking a Shang-Chi movie. Mm-hmm. You don't know what Shang-Chi is? Because I did it. Apparently, he's this Asian Marvel character. In passing, because it reminded me so much of Bruce Lee. <laughs> um, so, my question to you is, are they doing this because of Black Panther's success? Because, <laughs> i.e., all black, main black, mainly a black cast, and this one they said they got a... Uh, Asian American writer. They're mm-hmm. looking for an all Asian or Asian American director, and the cast will be majority Asian. So, my question again is are they doing this because of Black Panther success or because of the success of Crazy Rich Asians? Could be a combo of both. They probably feeling themselves like, we did it with black people. They were a minority. Let's go real minor. <laughs> Let's get to go with the Asians. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians did well. People like it. Action and. Karate movies. <laughs> Jackie's too old now, but we can still make this work. For one, we all know who they're going to get to do this movie. The guy in Crazy Rich Asians. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. he seems to be the only popping Asian American actor <laughs> out here. See, I wanted Ico Uwais. Oh, if they, want to, if they want that movie to be good. And I wanted it directed by Gareth Evans, but if it has to be a Chinese, no, fight. This will be the perfect one. This is the perfect <laughs> setup for him. This could be. No I- Nightwing. Let him do this. Get him in the MCU. Do that with Ico. What is Gareth Evans? Is he is he all American? 
I believe so. Which, how did he get over there? Yeah, he's been shooting a lot of these Indonesian films. <laughs> Let me double check. Which, on Fantastical, you'll see that post of me saying Aiko and Gareth. Uh, would, if they if they was able to pull that off, I would say this would be a top three Marvel movie. Yeah, that'd be crazy. He, oh, he's Welsh. He's from Wales, so he's not American, but he's also not Indonesian. Well, he just must got some love for fighting or overseas <laughs> fighting movies. And then, or they can go with a. Uh, oh no, he can't because he's in uh, Shazam. The dude from a. Uh, is he on 13 Reasons Why? That Asian dude? Tall Asian boy? I think I know. That is in Shazam? Or is that a whole dip? I don't want to be mixing them up because the <laughs> stereotype. Well, the guy, there is a guy who's Asian, I believe, on Riverdale who's dating Camilla, Camilla Mendez, who plays the main character Veronica on the show. Now, is that the Asian I'm thinking of? Asian man? Okay. okay. There was a problem. Okay, the... Okay, the guy on thirteen going. Okay, no, the guy on thirteen well, he going is on, on 30, both of them. He was on Riverdale the first season. The reason he didn't do Riverdale season two is because thirteen reasons. Thirteen reasons why I said thirteen going on thirty years. Thirteen reasons <laughs> why got greenlit shockingly for a second season, so oh, he yeah. could no longer do Riverdale. So they recast him with another Asian-looking person. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, keep it. They don't want to throw you off too much. Yeah. Um, Let me look. Yeah, I'm thinking of that dude that I think yeah his name his name is Ross Butler. Yeah, it's him. Okay, <laughs> I know you're talking about. And it's he's in Shazam, right? Mm, probably. Let me double check. All I know is there has to be a specific reason why they chose this character. They really this, this fade- dude went to Ohio State. Oh, did he? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's very crazy. Oh, this dude's pure like American. Oh, then Jesus. <laughs> Born in Virginia. Dang, he was out there with uh, Pusha T and Iverson. <laughs> and making beats with Pharrell. He was the original Chad, but he yeah. had football practices. <laughs> yep, he's in Shazam. How old is this young man? Oh, 28. Just like most high schoolers, which started, <laughs> let me get off topic again. Uh, just happened to start watching that grownish just throw something on the TV. And the one girl that was on one of them shows you used to watch. Uh, uh, the, the girl Indian from girl, yeah, whatever. From Secret Life of American Teenager. Something about I'm like, I know she- Indian. <laughs> <laughs> so Selena Gomez was best friend. <laughs> yeah, it gave her a lung or a kidney mm-hmm. or whatever it was. But something about her told me I'm like, she ain't close to the same age. I knew she wasn't the same oh, no. age, <laughs> but I thought she was at least in her twenties. Oh no, she's in her thirties. That's what I- made it crazy. <laughs> She doesn't even look young, really. She doesn't. She, look, she looks young, but not. She doesn't. Compared seven, to a seventeen-year-old star of the I'm show, I'm gonna say a legit seventeen-year-old. Uh, Trevor Jackson's young. Yep. The rest of she is thirty. I can't get that out of my head that she is a college freshman in that first season. That's all me and Brianna talk about when we watching it. Like there is no way I can't watch it. I can't watch it. I don't like that. That drives me crazy. She's old enough to be her. Uh, mom, if she had a baby at a super young age, they figured they're like she was playing in high school before, so the average, the obvious, progr- the obvious progression is <laughs> college. Like the last time y'all <laughs> seen her, she was in high school, and that's why it's crazy that she started in Life Size too. She playing a good little girl in that movie. 
I have no. She clue. doesn't look. They must think she looks young because she doesn't to me. She doesn't. <laughs> That's. What's I forget what movie I've seen her on before she did Grownish. I was like, somebody aged. <laughs> is in her thirties. Adrian ain't the Adrian from Secret Life anymore. She is not seventeen. They can't. They can't have the best chemistry. They have a 13, 12 year difference. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they don't relate. <laughs> and they, you want them to be best friends? <laughs> that oh my gosh, that was driving me crazy. Like she's a le- one of them is a legit teenager. One of them done been through stuff. <laughs> she's a full blown adult. She done gave her pieces of her body away to her friends. She's making these big decisions. She's even older than Selena Gomez. No, in Secret Life, I even think she made it past freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> that she, was crazy. She ended when that show ended. She was in college. First, she was dating Bow Wow. Oh then my gosh! <laughs> then she was dating another black dude. <laughs> like, what race is this girl? She's probably like mm, Hispanic. Yeah, because I called her Indian because she for some reason looked very Indian. But on the show on Grownish, uh, they straight called it her Mexican or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, her last name is a. Uh, Al Mirandez. So oh, that's, that's clearly dead. that's a dead giveaway. <laughs> I was about to say a firebar, but y'all are not ready for oh, it. Man. I had a dead giveaway. Funeral sweepstakes. I come through and I keep it greasy like cheese steaks. All right, uh, we ready to move on? <laughs> I got bars. <laughs> that hurt my stomach. Like a jail cell kick. That <laughs> was whack. That hurt my stomach. Cake. I said kick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get my bars correct. You just made it worse. At least, at least cake can make. Yeah, man, try to get kicked in the stomach. <laughs> yeah, at least it don't feel too good. Kick. I mean, like my stomach hurts. That time of the month. I got bars. Good I reception. Think we, for what I think, we back in our bag of offending people. I don't making, know what it was said. <laughs> making bad women references. We misspoke about people's ethnicities. Those were accidents, though. It's different if you say it on accident. Yeah, shrimp life. Yeah. Uh, love who you gonna love. All right, last, last um, piece of info we got here. James Wan said he wanted to direct a horror version of a Batman movie. <laughs> um, would you be into watching that? Yeah, no, James Wan has a pretty good track record. Uh, uh, both. His track record is good. Uh, we've seen Batman in many different iterations, so seeing like seeing him do something horror with that, that could be actually pretty clever. But we're not going to see that. Don't know if we're even going to see Batman at this point. All right, would you want Bat or Ben Affleck to be in this James Wan movie? Not really, but... <laughs> I mean, I would like for them for DC to keep some sort of consistency, but All right, what Batman character would be the worst option for a horror Batman movie? The Riddler. The, the Rit- but that could turn out to be very creepy with his True. version. <laughs> I'm thinking Mister Freeze. You, you know, be- one of them horror or them Freeze puns yeah. in a scary movie. <laughs> that would that would be pretty whack. Um. Two Face could be scary. Joker, obviously. Uh, Scarecrow's got scare in his name. I think Bang. I think Scarecrow would do good because they they do good with him and I think he's in Gotham. Yeah, in Gotham they do well making his character a uh, a horror aspect of that. Show. Catwoman. That's not very scary as a she villain. Them claws out. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, here, just this is very kind of off subject. All right, what if you had this <laughs> Avenger style of a whack superhero movie characters? Mr. Freeze as the villain, or one of the villains, because you gotta have multiple villains if it's a bad movie. Yeah. M- Mr. Freeze and all his puns. Who would be a horrible uh, Catwoman? Halle Berry's Catwoman. Okay. She'd be the, uh, the one of the Schwarzenegger, Halle Berry. She'd be one of the protagonists. Who else would make uh, round out this awful superhero Avengers movie, Avengers style movie? I wanted to say Ben Affleck's Daredevil, but he wasn't the bad part of that movie. <laughs> the movie itself was bad. Yeah. Uh, I see. Uh, Bullseye in that movie, though. <laughs> yeah, Colin Farrell. Uh, let's see. If we cross in a uh, DC and Marvel, we can go ahead and throw Topher Grace in there. It's Venom. Topher Grace is Venom. Okay. Uh, so right now, Halle Berry is taking on Topher Grace and Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Uh, and Bullseye, <laughs> Ben yeah. Affleck, or not Ben Affleck, Colin Farrell's Bullseye. If you want to go, an argument could be made, and you can throw Dame DeHaan in there as <laughs> Green Goblin. Right. If not, also Jamie Foxx was not the greatest. Uh, All right, Halle Berry is about to really take on this Sinister Six. <laughs> uh, Michael Clark Duncan wasn't that bad. R.I.P. Uh, I was trying to look at Wolf. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, right, let me show you. I can take away a couple of them because you got to throw Cara Delevingne uh, as Enchantress in there. Hoo-wee. That's the big bad villain. That's the last one. <laughs> I, yai, yai. All right, Holly Berry needs, she, she can handle all these people really on her own, but who would be her partner in this awfulness? Maybe a uh, emo uh, Peter Parker, not not regular maybe, Peter Parker, the emo uh, version. Like Michael Chiklis is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Ooh, that would be trash. <laughs> now you could just put that whole Fantastic Four in there, yeah. minus Chris Evans. Oh, also, as far as villains, you also got to throw in, uh, uh, what's his name? Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, versus the world is what this movie we got. <laughs> Who's a bad hero? And she, and she got nine lives, so she can die a couple times and still slowly take him out. <laughs> Dang, I can't think of anybody else. I don't remember John Travolta's villain from uh, the Thomas Jane Punisher, <laughs> but I know it wasn't good. John Travolta, who doesn't do regular movies no more. He tried. He got Gotti. He was once a respected actor. Hey, he still did Grease, so he's good in my book, even though he had a stroke on stage. <laughs> Adele Dazeem. Um, he was wilding. No and out. Uh, all right, so moving on to the punishment segment for this show. Right now, I have nobody written down, but if... Push comes to shove, I have just somebody in my head that I really prefer <laughs> to not give it to. But <laughs> is there somebody you want to nominate for the punishment for this week? Not that I can think of. <sighs> All right. So that leaves me into a bad predicament, even though I was uh, cutting her a bunch of – or throwing a bunch of bell her away at the beginning of the show <laughs> just because the movie's whack, and she's literally the face of the movie. <laughs> Shay. I gotta give it to my girl Shay Mitchell to let y'all know we ain't biased around here. Only because 
she was in a movie that was terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's just literally what it is. The possession of Hannah Grace is awful. There's nothing cool about it. It's kind of boring. Not kind of. Very, it's not even. I don't even know if boring is the word to explain it. It's just. It's just there. You you watch a movie, nothing happens. Look at your watch. <gasps> Forty minutes has passed. That's, That's when you realize, oh, this movie kind of whack. <laughs> and then it forms into very whack. I don't know why it was rated R either. I think one f bomb slipped out, and I think it was the fact that uh, the possessed girl was nude, but they didn't really show much. So this movie could have maybe broadened its horizon and been like the rest of these whack PG thirteen horror movies. <laughs> But whatever, so Shay Mitchell, unfortunately you're on punishment, go sit in the corner and, you know, just try to remove this m- movie from your memory bank. Other the than Men that, in Black pin thing. You said she should be in the new Men in Black movie? You right, Definitely she would probably not. be an excellent addition to that cast. What movie could she be in? Men in Black, uh, Creed 3 as forming a love triangle with Adonis, <laughs> Bianca, that and people, Shay. People would hate that. Because the movie opened up with her boxing. <laughs> he was punching a punching bag, but I don't like that nonetheless. she's a cop. A yeah, that cop. part really bugged me. And what was she, a scientist now? <laughs> no, she was just a uh, person who basically has PTSD. I could have sworn, sworn in the trailer that I saw her in a lab coat. Yeah, because she was in the morgue. That's what they give you in the morgue. <laughs> okay. The, wait, the trailers made it seem like she was a doctor. And I did not, not like that. The term would actually be nurse. <laughs> that was an accident. I didn't mean it. No. <laughs> I was just playing. It I didn't matter if it was an accident. I didn't, I didn't mean to say it. That was an accident. Uh, all right, so Shay Mitchell, you are on punishment. Um, all right, what is it? Rotten Tomatoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta be right. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna guess. <laughs> this we'll is never... episode one, <laughs> fifth, fourteen or fifteen. Well, that's an accomplishment in its own. But the fact uh, that we'll never get this <laughs> this format correct, and not not acting genuinely, we'll never get the format correct. Yeah, maybe uh, after holiday break, come up with some some new new stuff for the podcast in the coming year. Got that new new? No, at no ATL or London. Nice mm-hmm. better. Yeah, I delivered it way better. Um, yeah, I was quicker. All right, trying to resolve some movies. And Kelly Johnson. Excuse me? I was quick. Kirk? <laughs> yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't, wasn't a fan of that. All right, so the movies we need to resolve first up is Mowgli. Right now, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a crisp 57%. Okay. Very unfortunate. Um, I gave it a 73%. Hi. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it a fifty two percent. That was close. Giving you the W there, moving my lead down to just thirty one to thirty. We did that many. Yeah, we've been doing a lot. <laughs> All right, next, the possession of Hannah Grace. I can't remember. I feel like we but we said like one two. There's something crazy. I mean, compared to what the movie is, it's still too high. But uh, if I go on Rotten Tomatoes right now, it is sitting at a eleven percent. <laughs> These movies do so bad. I gave it a an eleven percent is generous. I gave it a thirty percent, which seems astronomically high. <laughs> uh, you gave it a thirty three percent. I did. There's no. We said thirty. That seems In so our crazy. defense, I think we said we wanted to do in the 20s. 
Okay. But for some reason, we shot it up to the 30s. 30? To be very generous, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. I should have guessed in the low numbers. Yeah, I should have guessed in like six or something. I it was like three. <laughs> we would have guessed six and three and been close. <laughs> That's pathetic. Right. 33? I thought it was going to be that good. <laughs> Compared Yikes. to eleven, that is good. Um, <laughs> all right, so that moves me my lead back up to thirty-two or thirty-two to thirty. We still got Mark. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, but we got three movies this week to see if you can make your comeback. First up is a film that is coming out, I believe, on Netflix, starring Jennifer Aniston, Dumplin'. By the way, that Sandra Bullock movie that's coming to Netflix looks like a vision version of A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. It's literally the same concept, just mm-hmm. with the eyes. You have to wear blindfolds, so you don't, because they feed on your sight or something like. that. Okay, now when you when you start to explain it, that sounds very bad. <laughs> like sight triggers them, just the way sound triggers the. How do they know I'm looking? I have a no. This trailer it looks so much like a quiet place. Okay, maybe they would have to literally explain it to me because at first I was intrigued, but when you start to really <laughs> talk it out, it sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> All right, what are you giving, Dumpling? Am I about to go down the middle? Feels like I'm about to go down the middle. I'm going with 30%. <laughs> that title alone just doesn't yeah, that's screech what, out as something good. Let me, let me I'll do some research real quick. I'll read one part. There's one review right now on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's rotten. And this person said, maybe we're just going to have to endure, endure well-meaning but preachy, tiresome movies like Dumplin' until it simply becomes normal for an obese person to appear on screen without being defined entirely in terms of weight. <laughs> Would you give this a thirty? A thirty. See that as a thirty. Me on the court. Oh, oh my Me gosh! On the court. I'm giving this because I feel like I may need to go low. And Limbo. given this woman's track record that directed this, I'm going. Bless you. Oh, and it's got Bex Taylor Haas in it. Man, she was in what's it called this year. Hellfest, so you know she got a good track record. And it's got Dove Cameron, or Dove, whatever her name is. Didn't, I think this lady directed a, uh, she directed Hot Pursuit? No, I hope not. (laughs) Yeah, she directed Hot Pursuit. Oh, that's trash. That was 7%. I know she didn't direct Guilt Trip. Hot Pursuit was so whack. She directed Guilt Trip. That was a that was a Seth Rogen miss. Yeah, and that's rare. She directed the proposal. That was her only good movie, and that's forty four percent. The proposal. Yeah. <laughs> the movie with Ryan Reynolds. Uh-huh. Is- There's no way she directed all these movies. Twenty seven dresses. Hold on, that movie wasn't that movie wasn't well received, like critics wise. <laughs> nope, not even audience really. What? <laughs> I thought that movie was beloved. <laughs> I thought that was one of the movies that put them two back on the map. That's what I thought too. Forty-four percent audience score, sixty-seven. What in the world? But this lady couldn't have possibly directed all these movies. It, these are all on her thing. That movie wasn't liked. <laughs> I am baffled. I really thought the proposal was just. She directed straight up or step up. 
The first one? That's what it says on here. She got a long film. Let me, I need to, let me pull, what's her name? Ann Fletcher, before I put my score out, because her, her uh, Rotten Tomato scores range in so many different directions. I feel like 30 is too low, because I'm looking at this cast. Of course, Jennifer Anderson is self-explanatory. Danielle McDonald, she did Patty Cakes last year. I'm going. Uh, Odea Rush, she did The Giver. I'm going 36. We all know how good The Giver is, and she was in Goosebumps. But let me go over her director filmography. Her movies, Step Up, Fire, which was at 20%. Freshness, 27 Dresses, <laughs> The Proposal, I'm The Guilt Trip, High Pursuit, and now Dumplin'. That's a nice little known body of work. Hot Pursuit is what killed it for a, a stall thing for her, but I'm really <laughs> shocked about the proposal. I mean, st- she opened up a step up. 27 Dresses. I've seen that movie. It's not terrible. The Proposal. Got your girl in it. Nah, I don't like her. The Guilt Trip. Was... So she, she, she worked on some movies. Hold on, hold on. You said Guilt Trip? Dang. Whipping the rose while I'm feeling bad for others. That's a Guilt Trip. I ain't got no need to even respond to that whack bar. That was terrible. (laughs) Moving on, next movie, Mortal Engines. What are you giving this movie? That sounds like somebody is uh, trying to say some racial slurs to a Native American. Some Mortal Engines. Ah, These Mortal Engines. (laughs) Mortal Engines. Uh, See, this is one of them ones. Yeah, this <laughs> there's some stuff happening in here that just doesn't this interest is me. One of them ones. All right, I feel like I just put a high one. <laughs> I put sixty three percent in the my fact <laughs> that I was literally about to say exactly sixty three percent is crazy. Because it looks like sixty three or forty six. <laughs> this that's why I'm gonna go with fifty nine percent. I really should have forty six. I'm gonna regret this. I already know it. <laughs> You said 59. Uh-huh. That Hugo Weaving in it. Okay. He can get you a 30. <laughs> I don't care who directed it. I don't care who did it. It, look, it just looks like it's trying too hard. <laughs> All right. Next and last movie is The Man, The Myth, The Legend. Clint Eastwood in The Mule. People probably know Clint Eastwood as uh, Scott Eastwood's dad. That's what yeah, he's mainly known for. Knew. <laughs> All right. The Mule. There's several movies called The Mule. Uh, Not to be confused with the one I believe was made by Lee Wannell and the other guy who be in the Insidious movies, which I've never seen yet. You know it's an ensemble cast when Michael Pena's in it. That's something we always say here on the podcast. Clint Eastwood, Bradley Cooper, Lawrence Fishburne, Michael Pena. So what was his last movie? 1517 to Paris? Horrible. It made me think. It had a bad age. audience score and age hit him hard. Uh, what else did he do? Uh, he did Sully. Last movie. Did he do that? He directed Sully. Or am I making that up? I feel like he might have. Or did he? That movie was terrible. T- I think he did do that movie. They got got good reviews. The last movie he started was Trouble with the Curve with JT. Oh Lord. <laughs> what else? He direct Jersey Boys? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got a, he got a string of misses. I'm giving this movie 89%, though. It looked good. Um, it feels like it's going to get a 
it just has that good vibe to it. Did he direct American Sniper? Mm-hmm. That was his last like actual movie that I liked. That was really good. Why does it seem like he don't do, like when the movies you know for sure he directed, you see him in them. But then there's other movies where you like because they whack. I can't remember if he directed it or not. Clint Eastwood shouldn't be uh, lined up with whack movies. I'm giving this a 80. All right, 80. All right. It should be good. But then he just, his last one was very bad. Yeah, he had some misses, but I think, you know, he had enough misses where he about to have a, a high hit. All right, Dumplin', I gave a 30%. You gave a 36. Mortal Engines, I gave a 63. You gave a 59. And The Mule, I gave 89. And you gave 80%. And we will uh, come back to those movies when they are released. Uh, I hope I catch up. No Hines. Oh, my gosh. What movie are you planning on seeing before the next episode? No Snoop and Trey. Uh, you got to even deliver my bars in just an annoying manner. I have no. I ain't even thought about which movie I want to see. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of movies coming out. Yeah, there's little, little different choices, but then at the same time, I feel like there's no choices. Yeah, because most of these probably won't come out wide. Yeah. Uh, I want to watch Ralph Breaks the Internet. But, um, I have no clue what I'm going to watch. Me, personally, I plan on seeing, like I, I said this last episode, Girl with the, <laughs> the Spider's Web. Oh, it, yeah. I have every intention of seeing it tomorrow at a specific time. Stuff that might be coming out this week. I don't know if this is coming here, but as soon as it does come here, I want to see that Vox Lux movie with Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. Um, and an Apocalypse coming out. And probably small. I know Tyrell, that movie with Jason Mitchell, definitely is in a small, yeah, that's, small that's or limited release. They're showing that in your neighborhood bodega in the back. <laughs> I most likely, will pro- before the next podcast, will probably have seen Life Size 2. If I stay in the room. <laughs> All right. Have fun with that struggle. <laughs> Don't want to. Um, and if she's playing a kid in this movie, I'm having a big issue. <laughs> and I don't know what it's coming on. Because the first one was Disney. Is this one coming on Disney? <laughs> Is Tara Banks in this one, too? Uh-huh. That's what my mom was talking to me about. She was trying to have a conversation with me about it. I don't even know. <laughs> I can't even t- honestly tell you I remember the name was Life Size. Um, Alright, so uh, what is it? Uh, Blu-rays? <laughs> Blu-rays. I'm trying to see what this is coming on. This is premiering on... Freeform? Uh, yep. <laughs> wow. Oh, this already came on. I'm talking <laughs> as if this is not premiered yet. This came on yesterday. Uh, it came out yesterday. Uh, Blu-rays, we got... Mission Impossible Fallout. Must own probably one of the better action. Not well, probably is one of the best action movies that have come out this year. And the Mission Impossible franchise just keeps going up, up, and up. Got the last two, so I definitely got to cop this one. Next, we have The Nun. That is of I'm good with never seeing that movie again because I'll be reminded how much I didn't enjoy that movie, <laughs> and it makes me mad because I really thought that movie could had the potential to be good. Um, The Happy Time Murders. I'd put that as a my stream. I thought that movie was funny. No matter how awful the reviews are, it had its bad <laughs> moments. But if I if I, I laughed at it plenty enough, so I wouldn't mind watching it again. And then our throwback for today will be. I'm gonna go. Don't want to go with. Uh, 
uh, we'll go the Lion King. The little, which one? The first one, second one, or two point five or whatever? Nah, regular, regular, regular Lion King. All right, me personally with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but we all know the one that was actually doing the singing, Jason Weaver from Smart Guy fame. I do. I watched a little clip of him when he was a kid and sitting in the booth blowing. And why'd y'all have JTT do the regular voice? You're gonna just let him do both parts. No, 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 no. He black. Yeah, can't let Jay Weaver do like. We need the soul from the singing, but we want the white for the voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, this might be controversial, but I'm good with <laughs> never <laughs> watching the Lion King. Again. I mean, if somebody will watch it, we can straight we can watch it, but you'll never hear out of my mouth. You try to watch The Lion King? <laughs> That's just never gonna be me. But uh, so I'll be nice and put it out of my stream. But I ain't a I ain't a Disney animated fan like some people are. Uh, this ain't got necessarily nothing to do with nothing. But I was flicking the channels and uh, um, what was that movie even called? I don't forgot. November Criminals was on. Oh, I'm TV? like, yeah. Not regular TV, but if you got a nice little cable package, you... That's still surprising that it's not on shocked. there. I'm like, this is on something? Shout out to Ansel. And I will still watch that movie. Just, I got a lot more things I'm willing to watch before then. Though. I got to do the research. I need to see if he's going to be on punishment before the year's in. Yeah, will he go a full year without making it? I think he might already win a full year because he ain't got it since before Baby Driver. And Baby Driver came out a full year, more than a year ago. Yep. All right, so congratulations to Ansel. Ansel? 2019 might be a different story for you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, right now, Ezra's all in your trap. <laughs> Taking pictures. Nah, that's, that's not a good way. To, when you're speaking on Ansel, you don't want to say he's in somebody's trap. Uh, he's all in your beehive, buzzing around. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> no light year. All right, this has been oh a... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit. You already know it is the one and only Leo Archibald, Young Denzel O'Shea. Man, let's skip to the ones everybody likes. Uh, Nate breaks the internet. Uh, the Nate. Need to. AKA Adonis Need. Nadonis Need, whatever you want to call me. Fantastic Nates and the Crimes of Grendel Nate. Or the uh, Nate-tastic Beats in the, the Nimes of Grindelwald. No. Bohemian Natesity. Uh. Nahemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Instant Natalie. Instant Natalie. Nate Stint Family. <laughs> the Nate Session of Hannah Grace. Or the Possession of Hannah Nate. <laughs> Natyhood. Or Robin Nate. Natos or Winnates. <laughs> Green Nate. Or Nate Book. <laughs> Rolly <laughs> back. Oh man! Spread your rolly wings. I believe there's. A, <laughs> no, I believe there's a couple. <laughs> I believe there's a couple new things on the fancastical Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. As uh, your boy Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Guyanya Taylor Joy Van Zant, aka. Kingpin, Thug Apatow, Neon Ember, Cool Breeze. Uh, okay, for one, I don't know if you want to do that this week after that SmackDown. 
<laughs> that no, was a three-point no, smackdown no, no. that the Cowboys put on. Uh, I want revenge. <laughs> Why of all? And that my one of my fantasy football teams was undefeated, and I had about three uh, Saints players on that yeah, team. So that week got me my first loss. <laughs> all put up a dud. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I feel like I should have the kingpin name based off of last Sweet lady, <laughs> would you be my sweet love for a, a lifetime. lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and ring. Receive me, punt like, returner. Like a tetanus shot. No. All right, who's stinging it up by her? No, Chingy. Chingy sucks. Nina Dobrev sucks. Joey King sucks. Taylor Kish sucks. Alec Rose sucks. Theo James sucks. Nat Wolf sucks. Jai Courtney sucks. Jai Courtney, remember? It might have been. Was it? Can't be a whole year ago when we talked about how he's slowly disappearing off of the list naturally. It might have been because he just has officially disappeared. <laughs> I forgot all about him. Taylor Kiss sucks. Shout out to uh, King Gansel, the baby driver. Where is that EP? Yeah, it's good. At the problem. least, give us four songs. These yeah, rappers can drop Nova. 15 albums uh, a year. Yeah, these rappers can drop uh, 25 song projects. <laughs> that only is 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is a different age. What happened to the days when uh, Ludacris and T.I. and Young Jeezy worked hard on their music? Lupe and Fiasco. And gave you a nice, solid body of work. Cassidy. Yeah, he took time to write those generic bars. <laughs> and the ring yellow and black like the bumblebee on the Honey Nut Cheerios box. <laughs> It's whack now. You already know who it is. It's, I can't wait to see who he battle <laughs> next year. Whoever's battle, I hope it's somebody that's going to smoke him. I hope it's Tay Rock or Gucci Gotti. I was one of these good battle rappers. He just better come correct. Because that last time, Mr. Chickens was not. Yeah, that's it. He, he technically had two battles. They didn't finish the one. <laughs> the first one against disaster. <laughs> then they tried again in the, the parking garage. That one was whack. But he's had enough years. I hope he's been watching Battle Rap. He can come with some of the new updated lines, some of the new updated styles. <laughs> I don't want to see that same old punchline structure. He got to get with the times. People rap different, and that's okay. Yours was respected back then. This is now. Don't come up there like Jay Mills did. <laughs> Jay Mills thought he was going to have that crowd shaking when he took his jacket off and had the same outfit he wore last time he Battle Rapped. Like bruh, boo. He his first round he got the the legends back response. The second round, All crickets. Right. That, <laughs> Enough. That wore off. <laughs> he got smug got Hit attack. He, All right, I'm ready for this then. <laughs> I got this off with the Yeah. Ludicrous. See what? Oh my gosh, this is whack. 